friends in a movie. Two 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 friends in a movie. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. We're back. It's 2024. 20? Wait, wait. It's 2024. There, thank you. Thank you for correcting me. It's 2024. Four. And we're already winning. Look at this. We're already gonna... a podcast for you. Already. Ass. January 10th, 11th, 12th. One of those dates you'll have this podcast <laughs> out. <laughs> It'll be out at some point. The first half of January... Podcast. Getting yourself a podcast. 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 Uh, Listen. Listening. A very smart person once told me and you, when you guys do your podcast, you should explain to people what the podcast is about just to they can they get an idea. And we've been dumb enough to just be like, this is a mo- a podcast where we talk about movies. True. But it's more than that, man. Is it? We're two friends. So these are two friends. Yeah. Giving their personal opinion about something that they watched. I guess we do always forget about the first parts, the two friend part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we are two friends. We've been friends for about a decade now. Yeah. Um, he is Dominican. That's right. And I am Long Island Ian. <laughs> yes. The, um, most, the most exotic of all the islands. He is uh <laughs> 56 years old. I am not 56. I'm a robust 27. <laughs> You're 42, you fucking asshole. And I'm 46. 41. Yeah. I'll be 42 in August. 41, 42. But it's yeah. only January. <laughs> I also just turned 46, so thank you. Happy birthday to yeah, me. Yeah, he just turned 46 four years ago. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, and we talk about movies. Usually... We hit you with one movie that we're discussing for today. But not today, my friends. Not, son. Every year in the beginning of the year, we like to go back and wrap up 2023 with our favorite movies, our most... Wait, every year we wrap up 2023? Every year we do a wrap-up. <laughs> okay. This year, we are wrapping up 2023. Don't we usually like just the, pick up... Don't our... like to the listeners. Every year we wrap up 2023. Yeah, we've been every doing year. it for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, this year we're doing 2023. We put all the years in the hat, and we yeah. pick one out. <laughs> and this year we got 2023. Um... So we give you our favorite movies, uh, we gave you our most hated movies, and we gave you a list of movies that we're interested in, but we didn't get a chance to see yet. That's right. Uh, which list would you like to go to first, Mr. Six Toe? I believe we should end on a good note. That's probably a smart decision. So I think we should go with the worst movies first. All right. Uh so Wait. we usually give a top five list of our whatever subject we're talking about. Yeah. So we'll start with our top five. Boom, 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 boom. Dun, 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 dun. Most hated movies of 2023. <laughs> All right. 
So, uh, should I start or should you start? You go ahead. All right. I'm going to start with a movie that we didn't do for the podcast, unfortunately. But I did see this movie for my own uh, enjoyment, quote unquote. It is a movie based on a cartoon, on a Japanese cartoon. And oh, me being boy. Dominican, as you mentioned, we got a lot of imports because it's much cheaper to hire five actors and revoice a cartoon that's completely, completely done and finished than it is to create a new cartoon or doing it while the cartoon is coming out. You know, it's just cheaper. Yeah. Hey, sell me the product. Here's a script. And we fucking move on with our lives. One of such cartoons was called Saint Seiya or Knights of the Zodiac. And they made a movie for Knights of the Zodiac that had been in the talks for maybe like 10 years now. And finally, the movie came out and they came. They did this movie and I've seen it. It is. If something can make you angry, this is more than making you angry. This is making you want to fight somebody. Oh, fight them. Which is funny because it's a cartoon about fighting. So go figure. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that makes you want to, when a kid made you want to punch somebody because they were doing great kung fu, I said, I don't make you punch somebody because it's such shit. <laughs> Pointless, fucking gratuitous CGI, shit CGI, <laughs> fucking stupid fucking movie. All right. The end. <laughs> you know. When I put my list together, these first two movies that I have, um, I was like, yeah, I don't know if anyone's ever going to know what these are. Yeah. But after hearing your terrible, <laughs> terrible pick, a movie no one on earth knows about. <laughs> hey, somebody. No what, of, no one. So people saw it. No no one saw it. Someone saw no it. No one. Not It doesn't have one view. <laughs> I looked it up. It doesn't have one view. <laughs> you just heard of the movie right now. Yeah, and I looked it up as you were saying it. And it says zero views. View. <laughs> zero. Okay, go ahead. And I couldn't click on it because I didn't want to be that <laughs> first view. view. <laughs> yeah. I, what's that number So I, I betrayed you a little bit, Sixto. Oh, no. So I told Sixto mere hours ago that we have to whittle this down to ten. Oh, five. Five. I didn't do that. What, how many moves you got? See, I have a tie for number five. You son of a bitch. So I'm putting them both together because I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> You I, couldn't choose. I couldn't choose which one should be but, number five. No, but, but you're saying a number five out of the top five is the one that you like the most. All right. So number one. So then number one is tied for you. So what what number? Say we should have we should have talked about. This yeah, we should have. Not, not like we do. So this every the one time. you just so, did is so that the one that I did is the one that you, I hate the least. The, the one you hate the least. Right. Because it. it's my number five. I'm moving up to number one, which is yeah, the yeah, one that so I hate the most. That's that's mine itself. So the one I hate the least. Uh-huh. Or number five was a tie between Strays, which we did the podcast on. Yeah, that's on my yeah. And the movie Paint, which with Owen Wilson, where it was kind of. Uh, he was kind of Bob Ross, uh, not really Bob Ross, and some things happened that weren't really like Bob Ross. Both movies I saw previews for and were very, very excited for, and both were big letdowns. Uh, so Strays slash Paint is my number five. Horrible. Well, at number four, I have a movie that I believe we did for the podcast. I only listen to our podcast like... I, like, I listen when they come out, and then, like, I put them on random, so I don't know what the fuck we've done. But it's Ant- Ant-Man and the Wasp. We d- I don't think we did that. We did not. Uh, well, Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. 
This is why I hate this more than Saint Seiya or Knights of the Zodiac. Because at this point, Marvel has been doing these movies for 15 years, and they understand that there's a formula. They understand that there's a formula that works. Mm -hmm. And then they come out with some shit that's pointless, useless. It's just fucking hanging out. And unfortunately, it's, it just doesn't do anything. It's not funny. It's, there's no, there's no fucking, there's nothing in this fucking movie. Nothing. This movie could have been, this movie could have been completely eliminated from everything that I've seen in my life and nothing would change. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. I remember when this first came out and you saw it and I asked you, is this something I should see? And you instantly told me there is no reason to see this movie ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. Uh, so I didn't. So I will take your word on it that it is terrible. Thank you. I mean it. It's terrible. Terrible. So my next movie on the list, our number four, or my second least hated movie. I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, was Indiana Jones and the whatever this one was called. Yeah. Um, the Dial of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny. My point, we did a podcast on it, so you know our, our ins and outs of this one. My main, my main gripe was it. It was the same old Indiana Jones yeah. movie, which was a little worse than I think the last three, um, plot-wise, and it just it brought nothing to excite you. Like, oh, we haven't seen Indiana Jones in whatever long. Like, I'm excited, and I was like, oh yeah, it was almost like watching a rerun. Yeah, that, that uh, movie. I mean, I did. I was disappointed. It didn't make my top five spoilers, but what I felt like is absolutely right. Why I didn't hate it as much is because it was more of the same of Indiana Jones. So it's like seeing a band that plays rock and they're playing a new rock song. So there's some differences, but it's still rock. And they didn't go and make fucking, you know, so something new or something different. And... Uh, for that reason, I didn't hate it as much. But it is not a good movie. It's just not. A, it's, it's not a whatever movie. Um, well, moving on to number three. Yes. As the hate grows. Hate grows. I have a movie that, if he didn't have a very powerful, strong, and fucking could murder me with an eyesight man, <laughs> it would be my number one. I would talk more shit about it. But it is Creed three. Creed 3 is a movie that not only did nothing, it was an editorial debut for, for uh, Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan. Jordan. He had incredibly hot half-naked men, which should have made me more excited, even though I'm not gay, for anybody that's getting confused. But, you know, I want to look at good-looking men so I can be like, I can aspire to that. But then Mike fucking, what's his name? Uh, uh, um going to jail now for beating up his girlfriend. Oh, uh, Jonathan Majors? Jonathan Majors climbs two ropes at once, and I, all of my dreams of being as strong as Jonathan Majors <laughs> completely disappeared. This movie, this movie is, the plot is shit. The, 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 the idea of the movie is fantastic. It is a guy from Michael B. Jordan's past that's coming in and wants revenge, but they don't tell that story well enough. Yeah. They don't develop any character well enough. And it becomes a stupid fucking movie. It's horrible. It's horrible. 
it's a it's a piece of shit. It's the worst <laughs> Rocky movie. It's worse than Rocky with Mr. T. It's the worst Rocky movie ever. Even Rocky Balboa? Fuck. I think it's a par with Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Rocky Balboa was shit too. <laughs> well, you can tell we're two friends because my number three oh. was also Creed three. But since you went over it, I'm gonna change it last minute. <laughs> And I'm going to go. It's it's your own hate. It's okay. I know. But it makes a boring boring podcast. Oh, that's true. I'm going to switch my number three to Air. Oh. Because I fucking hated Air. (laughs) And people, like, I've had mixed reviews when I've spoke about Air to other people. Yeah. And most are on the other side where they enjoyed the movie. I even saw a list where Air was considered the best sports movie of 2023. Um, I didn't dive into the list, and I don't know what other sports movies were out to compare to this one. Right. Um, but it's a movie about Michael Jordan that does not have Michael Jordan. He doesn't even talk. No. You see the back of his head for like five minutes in an office, whether in a meeting, and that is that is all of Michael Jordan you see. Uh, we've talked about this on the podcast. I think they focused on the wrong character. I would have went more with the Ben Affleck character than the Matt Damon character. I thought it was a bit boring. Um, it really didn't give me the hype that I think it promised to see where Nike all came from and how it all developed. Uh, so I was disappointed. Number three. Well, my number two was Air. Oh, shit. And I was going to say how this movie had nothing. It's a 10-minute it's, it's a movie with a bunch of music that extends it. That's why I hated it the most. Uh, a guy fell asleep watching this movie. But I'm going to change my number two now because you've already went over it. Oh, boy. And I'm going to put a number two now, The Killer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Killer. Am I making a mistake by putting The Killer here? No, no. It was almost my number two, and then I changed it last moment, and I'm glad I did. Okay. Well, The Killer, I don't hate it more than air. I'm going to tell you right now. I really don't. But... He suffers from the same thing that is a great premise, a great director, a great premise for a story. Even though he's burnt out, you trust him that a, a director like the director that he has, which I won't name now because I feel like every time I say his name, my mouth tastes like shit because <laughs> this movie was so bad. But it did nothing. It nothing. You really were hoping for, I remember the killer, you were really hoping for a new take on the spy assassin kind of yeah. movie. And it, it really was. It was trash. It was and, you know, trash. you can listen to our podcast to see how bad it did. But it really was. It, it was nothing. It was a nothing movie full of nothingness. It's true. Nothingness. What's your number two? My number two was a movie we didn't do a full podcast on, but I talked about it really briefly on the end of one of them. My number two was a Netflix movie with Bill Burr called Old Dads. Oh, yeah. Now, Old Dads is, it should be 40-year-old white man gold. Like, that was the movie was set up to be. Right. Um, especially in the suburbs. Right. Like, the movie is basically, there's a, a company run by a bunch of 40, 50-year-old men, Bill Burr, a couple of the comedians, and they get bought out by this young company, which is all a bunch of young kids. And the old guys and the young kids don't get along. And there's a lot of old cliches. Like, this is what the young people do these days. And this, the old people are so dumb. They don't get technology these days. And it was a bunch of really just tired old cliches, bad jokes. too bad. Um, 
boring storyline, predictable uh, sequences. Uh, I was very disappointed, especially because I'm a big fan of Bill Burr. And a lot of my white suburban dad friends told me they enjoyed the movie, uh, but they're all not professional movie critics like I am. So so it was a trash. It was a trash movie. And I think the hype of it being so good and having people that I enjoy in it made me like high hopes for it. I'm like, oh, how could you go wrong with a raunchy comedy like this? Like, There's so many jokes you could make. And they just like played it safe and just did the old cliche jokes, and I was disappointed. That's too bad. I'm gonna presume and assume that our number one bad movie is the same, or like our good movie might be like switchable. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna invite you to join me, okay? Because I'm gonna assume I haven't seen your list. You were kind you of ha- peeking at it. You, you, I mean, but I can't read your handwriting because it's chicken scratches. It's not. And it's done on purpose, so it, only it, I can read it. It's it's check writing. It's code. <laughs> and I'm gonna assume. We have the same number one bad movie. Two years in a row, our worst movie of the year includes Justin Long. Is this true? No. Oh. So for me, it's, it's a wonderful knife. It's a wonderful knife. See, to me, I'll let you go on in a second, but why it's not my number one is because it was so terrible. I felt like the world just knows that already, that this information <laughs> wasn't needed for me. Is that true? I just, because this is my personal bat list, this movie made me angry. It made me angry like very few things make me angry. <laughs> this made me angry to the point I almost threw something on my television. <laughs> it was so fucking bad. It was, it was, it was very bad. And I, I know there's movies that are bad that could be enjoyable because we can make fun of them. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen here. This made me angry, depressed, and made me hate my life <laughs> for an hour and a half. The only good thing about this movie, the only good thing about this movie is that it only lasted an hour <laughs> and 35 minutes. It's true. It's, that's it. I mean, I liked the first couple minutes of no, that you movie. Did it. I did. You're lying to yourself. Listen back on the podcast and hear my words. But actually, I agree that there was that one kill that was like, oh, if this is what this movie's gonna be, I'm in. Yeah, like you're like, this is cool. This might be fun. But this is just like like going out with a girl that turns you or guy that makes you really be like, oh, we're gonna have the best sex ever. And right when you get to the door, they're like, you know, I don't have sex, right? They just lay and, there, and, and not even. But they just say, I don't, I don't do the sex thing. And you gotta be like, what? <laughs> and then go home. And that's exactly what this movie was like. He showed you the goods. Nothing happened with it. Fuck. This movie, motherfuck this movie. This wow. movie is so fucking bad. It, it, I, I'm angry right now, remembering it's, it's, watching the movie. It's getting intense in here. <laughs> Sorry, that's right. So I went a different way with my worst movie of the year. Okay. Because uh, I thought of Wonderful Knife, and then I was like, you know, it's an independent movie. It wasn't made to be, you know, a blockbuster, a thriller. Like they know what shit. They're going to see what they get out of it and move on with their day. Fuck that. The movie that cost over $300 million (laughs) and was hours long and did nothing but make me angry at every scene. Oh. Fast X. Wow. Wow. The whole movie from beginning to end is trash. Yeah. The whole thing. Like, even the... The, the chase scenes and the explosions and the fight scenes are so over the top. And they're like, we've done this 
nine other times, ten other times if you count the spinoff. Right. Like, how else can we fucking do a car chase? And they're like, we'll just have this giant boulder. We'll destroy Italy. And they'll just sit around and <laughs> laugh about it. Um, I, uh, jump off a bridge. And at the end, we're going to make you assume all these people are dead. But we're not going to tell you no, no. if anything really happened. we got to come back for the next one. Because we're not sure. We haven't written X-11 yet, so we don't know who's going to be in it. So we're going to leave all these open plot holes so we can fill them in on the next movie. Fuck you and your money grab <laughs> and your story that goes nowhere. <laughs> Fuck you, Vin Diesel. Fuck you, Hollywood. I'm mad about it. Fast X, number one. Well, I, I, I here... I, I have some honorable mentions here. Uh, I think you have some too, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And in my honorable mentions is Napoleon, uh, Asteroid City, uh, India, Indiana Jones, because I kind of, I thought Indiana Jones wasn't as bad, but my number one honorary mention is Fast X that almost made it for the same reasons, but for the same reasons that it's a wonderful knife, it's not your number one. It's the same reason why this is not even in the list, because I figure everybody knows this movie shit. Shit. Everybody knows it, so I'm not even going to put it in. Yeah, for honor mentions for me, uh, Wonderful Knife is on there. I had Creed 3 on there. I had The Killer because uh, they were all terrible. One movie that I go back and forth on where it should be was a Joaquin Phoenix movie, Bo is Afraid. Mm. And I was so excited for it. And it took forever to try to find it. And once I finally saw it, I was like, what the fuck was that? What is we were talking um, about it for months. You yeah. Me to see it. I would I like find it. to see it again. Maybe I would enjoy it more. Okay. Maybe I would enjoy it less and have more clarity in the situation. But that's probably my biggest honorable mention right there was as disappointment would be Bo is afraid. Boom, 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 boom. We're back for our next list. We, that was our most hated. Where yeah. do you want to go next? Unseen? I think that one, the movies that we want to see, which, by the way, I had a big problem with. Oh, man. shit. Why? Choosing movies. Because when you have movies like Terminator 7, Algorithm, Bat CGI Gator. What? Cocaine Shark. Cocaine Shark? Because we saw Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Shark is probably everything mm -hmm. Cocaine Bear is not. It's Cocaine Bear in the water. XXX Mass in a Russian <laughs> Triple <bird>. Xmas? <laughs> Why didn't we do that one for our holiday movie? <laughs> and a movie, a Russian version of 1984. <laughs> one of the oldest, most amazing books about... <laughs> that just came out in 2023? <laughs> yes. It was like the 25-year anniversary edition? <laughs> a movie like, like the Russian version of 1984, which was written in 1960. But, you know, there it is. It was really hard to choose five movies that I really want to see. But... I digress. Here are my top five movies I wanted to watch in 2023 that I didn't. This is very personal. I don't want to hear nothing putting in the comments, nobody being like, oh my God, I can't believe you want to watch this movie. Fuck you. These are my choices. All right. What are the, what are the choices? We're all on the edge of our seats. At number five, movies that I want to see, I have Poor Things. Okay. It is a movie with Emma Stone. I didn't know I, you were going there. You I had that other list. I, 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 no, that my <laughs> other list was Terminator 7. <laughs> I mean, Algorithm. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like, sounds like a hell of a flick. <laughs> but 
Poor Things. I, you talked about this movie. You wanted to watch it too. It's on. It's bit. on my list. There it is. So you know, like it, I don't know what it is, but I want to see it. <laughs> uh, it. It has a lot of star power, so I'm very interested in it. Some like steampunk kind of yeah. robot with a lady mm-hmm. that's sexy that everybody wants to bone. I guess. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sexy lady robot on a bone. That's that's to be the name of the movie. What's your number five? My number five is uh, Joyride. Uh, it looked funny. There was a. I can't think of any of the people who are in it at the moment. Uh, yeah. It was a bunch of Asian women. It's uh, that coming to America. The whole big like fiasco. Oh okay. It was a comedy. It looked really funny on the trailers. There's a bunch of the young actresses that I've is seen. Aquafina in it. I'm not sure if she's in it. But a bunch of the uh, actresses in it have been in other things that I've seen them separately that, like, not in the starring role, but have been, uh, what am I looking for here? It's been uh, part of the movie. Um, Ashley Park. Yeah. Uh, Sherry Cola. Stephanie Sue. I don't know any of these girls Lou. by name. But like all, I said, I've seen their faces in other things, series and movies. <laughs> And it looked funny. And I remember putting it on my, like, when I saw it come out, and I was like, oh, yeah, that movie, I want to see that. And then it mm-hmm. just fell by. Uh, but, yeah, because I, I like funny things. Okay. And that looked funny. Um, at number four, I have uh, a movie that you will never want to watch. Why not? It, because it's a, it's an anime movie, The Boy and the Heron. Which is, I believe, still out on the movie theaters. It's the last movie, I believe, uh, Miyazaki is going to make. It's le- definitely the latest, but I think it's the last one he's going to make. Uh, I've seen all of his movies. I think he's a, I think he's a genius. But like most geniuses, he has like bad movies. Kind of like, kind of like uh, people that I really like. I don't know if he's a genius or not, but he, I really like him. Kind of like how Asteroid City was kind of like a, a like a bot. Uh, um, like a like a bad. You keep jumping on Asteroid City, man. But I mean, but it wasn't great. But I I I think a lot of people are hating on this movie. But I really want to watch it. So there it is. That's my number four. What do you got at number four? Number four, I have Dumb Money. Uh, it was with Seth Rogen, Pete Davidson, a couple other comedians. It's about the the GameStop fiasco, uh, Wall Street, how they were going to short the stock, and then all these uh, individual people got banned together to buy a whole bunch of GameStop stock to make all these millionaires lose all this money because they were shorting it. Uh, I thought it was a cool story when it first came out. I actually made a couple hundred bucks on the GameStop stock. Oh, wow. So... Uh, I'd like to see a movie about it. Uh, that was pretty cool and interesting. So, number four, Dumb Money. Uh, at number three, I have a movie that I also know you will never watch because you have no interest in science fiction. But uh, it's The Creator. The which Creator. Is, which is by the guy that made um, District 9 and all of that. All right, I like District 9. And, and it's a movie about like some kid robot and they're like the humans are fighting the robots, and there's like a kid that. Oh, has... who's the the guy in this? Yeah, he's a. He's a I, uh, I remember uh, seeing this. I've yeah. I've seen him in other things. I like him. It is John David Washington. Yeah, him. I've go. seen him in other things as a co-starring role and as a as a not as a main player. And I always liked everything he's done. Yeah, so I wanted to see it. I heard it's really good science fiction, but it's a little bit boring. That's my kind of science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, you know, I wanted to give it a look, but I never got to. I never got to jump on it. What's your number three? Uh, number three for me is The Holdovers. It's with uh, Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. It's a, a story about characters. It's a, he's a he's an old-timey teacher, and he's teaching some new students. Yeah. Um, I don't know a lot about the plot. I've heard a lot of critics enjoy the movie. When I was going through lists to research for this podcast, it was almost on everyone's top uh, 25 list. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I saw the, the ad for it. And I know it's Paul Giamatti, so I kind of had it also. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a fan of Paul Giamatti. I've watched pretty much everything he's done. Yeah. Um. So that is my number three, The Holdovers. Well, at my number two, I have a movie that I've been yelled at for not seeing for about the entire last year. The, my top two movies I've been yelled at for not seeing. But this one is not very well known. It's The Covenant. It's a Guy Ritchie movie about war. And you've uh, mentioned this a few times. Yeah, I mentioned it on the podcast because I kind of wanted to get to watch it for the podcast, but we never got to. And I am hoping in this new year to carve out. I had two weeks off <laughs> until this week. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's letting you know. But it's, it's on Amazon Prime, so you know it's out there. I really want to watch it. I really do want to watch it. It is... It, it's from like the beginning of the year, even though like the summer or right before the summer. And I've been really meaning to watch it and I haven't carved out many times to it, but I, I'm interested in it. I, I love Guy Ritchie. I, uh, I po- post-Madonna Guy Ritchie. Pre-Madonna, post-Madonna Guy Ritchie. Yeah. I like good just, Guy Ritchie. Just not there. during. Not during Madonna, right. Um, and uh, I'm very interested to watch this. I want to see his take on this. Um, it seems to be a pretty good movie, but... Again, I haven't had the chance to get onto it, so I'm hoping to get to it. What's that your number two? Number two, which I think is going to be your number one, yeah, is the Killer of the Flower Moon. Yes, um, DiCaprio, De Niro, Scorsese. I mean, it's got the ingredients to be, a, a, you know, an epic movie. I did not hear a lot of buzz about this movie after it came out. No, it kind of fell flat, which kind of. Like was like, uh, no one else cares about it. I'm not gonna go spend you know sixty bucks to go watch it. Uh, right. I know it's coming out on I think Apple TV this weekend. I think it's Apple TV. It's one of the streamers. I think it's, it's Apple, Apple TV. TV yeah. um, so I'm gonna check it out. It is also like like a week and a half long. So you have to really uh, you know put some time aside for it. Um, I have a feeling. It's not going to live up to what I want it to be. Yeah. But I definitely want to see it. Uh, I think, you know, anything with DiCaprio, De Niro, and Scorsese is worth a watch. Right. I've actually only heard very good things about it. So I'm actually very excited to watch it. That's good. I haven't heard bad things. I just. right. It was like it came out with all this publicity and then just died. Right. Uh, And I also think that because it's a 17 hour long movie, nobody wanted to see it. It's the truth. Um, well, because I don't want to be boring, why don't we do something? Ooh. You are right. That would have been my number one movie. Okay. So why don't we move up everything that I've mentioned so that my number one would be The Covenant, move it down from there. And I'm going to uh, put in for my number five I want to watch a movie that, and I know that I went backwards, but I don't want to be boring. A movie that I know nobody want to watch except me, and that is The Equalizer 3. Oh I've seen, man! I've seen the other two. They're fun. You know what? Is they're fun. They're whatever movies. They're fun. I watch them. They're all right. Why not? All right. All right. So I'm gonna jump in and change my what? What's your number one? My number one was Poor Things. 
Oh. Uh, I really want to see it. I'm excited for it. I think I'm going to see it this weekend. Um, so I am excited to see it. But since we already mentioned it, I also want to see this movie called Dream Scenario with okay. Nick Cage. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, it's, it seems like it's one of those kind of like wacky movies where you don't know what's real and what's not real and what's happening in his life. Yeah. Um, so I'm uh, I'm I'm curious. I'm hoping it's like Bo was afraid, but done well. Yeah. Um, but Nick Cage, I'm telling you, Nick Cage, he had three movies come out this year: Reinfeld, which we did, Dream Scenario, The Retirement Plan. It all got really good hype and a little good reviews. There's a whole bunch of movies. He did like five movies this year, six yeah, movies yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the very end of 22, he did The Unbearable Weight of the Massive Talent. Which also looked very good that I haven't seen. Yeah, I, I, you know, there's that movie that he did with Pedro Pascal that I, that I think we both wanted to see, where somebody's going to like kidnap Nicolas Cage and he's playing himself. That's it. That's the weight. massive talent of uh, the, the, the unbearable okay. weight of a massive talent. I want. I, I am dying to watch this movie, but I, it's just like it kind of went by. And it, yeah, I think we should have a Nick Cage movie marathon yeah and then do like three of his recent movies on the podcast i think so i think so i think we should, we should he's underrated you know let, and when nick cage first came out i wasn't a big fan here's the thing nick cage birthday same as my birthday oh shit so we should give a month i mean we can't do it because it's january and he's his birthday month so i i would have thought like we can do it like a like a nick cage month Mm-hmm. Should be his birthday month, but we should choose another month and do a Nick Cage month. We should do it in June. It's half birthday. Half birthday. Halfway through his birthday, Nick Cage month. Nick Cage month. So look out, June, motherfuckers. <laughs> Nick Cage month on two friends and a movie. No promises. Just we're like we're like porn stars. No, no, I'm promising. Oh boy. Nick Cage month, June. <laughs> Mark your motherfucking calendars. Oh brother. Um. Anyways. That's our one to see. Maybe we'll see some of them. Hopefully, we put them into into some podcast. We're definitely seeing Killers of the Flower Moon. We both want to watch it. Yeah, I think we it might be our next podcast. It. it might be our next pack, right, because we both want to see it, and we've been dying to. So that's probably going to be coming up soon. Um, moving on to our top movies of the year. And the now list, everybody wants to Everybody wants to see it. And let me just state this. This isn't... Our five best movies of the year. No. These are our five favorite, favorite movies of the year. Correct. Correct. Because there's going to be some shit in here. I'm sure somebody's going to be like, oh, what the yeah. fuck? I mean, Shut my number five, up. you're going to hate. Well, why don't we start with the number five then? All right. I just changed it. Oh. It look was at you. You're so, like, I had my list ready since yesterday. See, I had Such a, a tie. Flake. I was going back and forth. Okay. But you trashed Asteroid City so much, I took it off the list. <laughs> Okay. I mean, can you can, any movie that shows a naked Scarlett Johansson makes the list for me. Yeah. But I'll take it off just because. You don't because even know that's hair, though. I don't, I, in my mind, it's hair. <laughs> Come on, man. So I'm changing it to another movie that you're yeah, not going to Scarlett like. Johansson. Yes. That's just it. It's just a still shot. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to Cocaine Bear. Um, what? I liked Cocaine Bear. It was a fun movie. It was funny. It had a mixture of nonsense and actual story. It was very, very 
very loosely based on a true story, which <laughs> which was fun to think that something like this happened in real life. Right. Um, and I just I thought it was fun. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, her directorial debut. Yeah. Um, it was fun. I liked it. I mean, look, I don't have anything against Cocaine Bear except that he didn't deliver on the promise. I think that Cocaine Shark might deliver on the <laughs> promise that I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> which is like something that's so ridiculous that we, I can make fun of it. Cocaine Bear didn't really reach that. I think it got a little too serious for what I wanted, but I respect your choice. I think it's not in the top worst movies of the year, but it is it's a movie that I think could have gone a little further. I, I, I don't disagree. I think it could have went a little further, yeah. but I still enjoyed it. Well, my number five movie, which you're going to hate, <laughs> that is on my list, is uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the cartoon. The only surprising thing about that, that is number five. I thought it was going to be higher in your list. No, I, I think that it's a half of a story, so it loses a lot of points for me. Did you see it? I have not. Um but those Spider-Man cartoons, I got to be very honest with you, fantastic. They really hit on things that movies are supposed to hit is on, this, which is emotion. Is this the second cartoon? Yes. I saw the first one, and I did actually did enjoy it. And I'm not a big fan of the superhero nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but I did enjoy the first cartoon, and I want to see the second one. It's just it's one of those things that fell off the, the way. Yeah, I, I think that the, the truth about this cartoon is cartoon movies is, like I mentioned, they hit on the emotional notes. And I think a lot of movies miss that, you know, mm-hmm. like hitting on the emotional notes. And it's fucking, it does a great job at doing that. I just think that because it's like a part one of two, it doesn't reach my higher in my list, but it was definitely was very good. Yeah, and it came out at a bad time. Like yeah. we talked about this on the side a little bit, like uh, the superhero fatigue. Like it right. came out like where people were like, I'm so sick of this shit. Like yeah. another one. And so I think it got lost in the mix of that. Yeah. Uh, but I respect your your decision, and I will add that to my unseen movie list to watch. There you go. Uh, well, you got a four. Four. I have a movie. I don't think we did a podcast on. It. I think I talked about it briefly on a podcast. It was Tetris. Oh, I think it was a Netflix movie. Uh, It's one of the streaming services. I'm pretty sure it was Netflix. I think it was Netflix, yeah. Um, To see, and now, I didn't do a bunch of research to see what they said actually is what happened. I'm taking their word for it. Okay. Um, Because they said it was true, uh, and the story (laughs) is- what movie has ever lied to you about being true? Sure. I'm sure some (laughs) things in the movie were exaggerated, Um, but the story of even- if just the the framework of the story is true, which I'm guessing most of it is probably true, and then they exaggerated from there, it's crazy to think this is how Tetris was invented, how Tetris was marketed, and how Tetris became the biggest game of the early 90s or late 80s. Late 80s or mid 80s. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, and I, I'm in, I enjoy these history pieces that are – not ancient history, like recent history pieces. It's kind of my favorite movies to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it was crazy. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy movie. I don't think it got enough love that it should have. And if you've ever played Tetris or have seen Tetris, I think you should watch Tetris. And I love Tetris. I play Tetris every day, actually. You should watch this movie, Tetris. I should. Let's <laughs> try to see how many I times I can say Tetris Much in a like podcast. You, I'm adding it to my want to see list. Boom. Add it. Number, number three. 
Uh, no, it's number four for me. Oh, four for you. Sorry. Four for me. Four for you. Thank you. Well, talking of four. Four? John Wick four. John Wick four. Is in my Fuck. number four spot. Now I got to change my list. <laughs> well, w- I don't think I don't think for this for the top list I don't think we got to change a lot. I think you can jump in if you want to. I'm gonna cuz it is my number 3 so it will be my next movie as okay, well. Okay. So let me let, let me just say uh, I won't say much cuz it's higher for you. What I will say for my for John Wick 4 is that it was a lot of it was the perfect ending for what that series of movies has been for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's over because who knows maybe there'll be a John Wick 5 or whatever but I hope there's not. Because this really closes a chapter in a really smart way, and it closes a lot of loops that they had opened up. Did you uh, see the series, the no, Continental the, the on hotels. Peacock? Yeah, so, I have not either. I don't know if it if how it matches up with the actual series. I think it is. It I all I've heard is bad things about that series. Yeah, but I want to watch it anyways. But uh, I just say that John Wick. I'll let you speak more to it. But I just say that I really enjoyed it. I think they did a really great job of finishing up the story and i think for us something that's been going on for so long i didn't find fatigue in the fourth one in the third one i was fatigued in this one i was like oh shit oh shit that's what i was gonna say is it does something very difficult to do is show you the same movie again but make you want to keep watching it (laughs) yes like there's not a lot of difference between john wick one and john wick four like the movie is just him kicking ass pretty much for you know two hours um so you could get a little fatigued. You could be like, not this again. Yeah. But I think they did it really well. It kept me entertained. It kept the story going. The fight scenes were ridiculous enough to be like, oh, that's cool, but not too ridiculous. You're like, this is fucking ridiculous. Right. Like it, 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 it walked that fine line of being fantasy, but not so far fantasy where you're like, this is ridiculous. Um, and I do you. It, it, it did what. Fast X and Indiana Jones and those movies didn't do is it had an ending. It's like right. here's a story, here's an ending to a story, right. which I think a lot of movies suffer from is having terrible endings. Uh, I think this one nailed it. Uh, John Wick Four, number three on my list. Well, for my number three, I had a bit of of my top three movies. I have a bit of a trouble with in that I do like the this. There are parts of them that I like a lot more than others in some places. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a problem with my top three. I'm going to assume our top two are probably in the same boat. I don't think so. But I think I, our top one is, but I think our top two is going to be different. I top, top, top two, I think, are going to be very different. So my top three, I, I have a problem between my top third one and my top second one because they both did something to me that I appreciated. But because of better filmography and all of that stuff, I'm gonna make my top two a different move. Uh, the number two, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna keep where it's at higher than this one. But my number three movie is Godzilla minus one. Now Godzilla minus one, you might say to yourself, a fucking Godzilla movie. Sure, it is a Godzilla movie. Sure, but this movie, the, the, what this movie did that a lot of movies about monsters don't do, is that the human story is so fucking powerful that I even cried watching this movie. It is so good at telling you a human story that when Godzilla shows up, which is very minor in the movie, by the way, <laughs> I think Godzilla shows up like four times through the whole movie. And a little disappointing. Still, yeah, and even still, he makes such a fucking impact. But Godzilla feels like Godzilla, what, 
Godzilla feels like what Godzilla represents. Godzilla represents the United States bombing Japan and the, the inability to do anything with the awesome power of a fucking H-bomb. How do you fight that? And even how do you even know how to do with that? Mm-hmm. It's almost like a force of nature coming through your house and fucking destroying everything. But it's not. It's man-made. And that's what this Godzilla feels like. But the human story about a kamikaze pilot that refuses to die and everything that he thinks, it's so human, dude. Like everything that he thinks is his fault. Like he even thinks Godzilla is his fault because he didn't fly his plane into a fucking boat. That it's it's just, it makes you, it's just, it's strong. It's so great. what you're saying is you like the movie. What I'm saying is that this movie is better than it deserves to be. It's more than that I like it. Is that he's actually fucking good. It's very good. I haven't seen it. I've heard good things. Maybe one day Maybe I will day. watch it. <laughs> I, I doubt it, but yes. <laughs> My number two um, came out in the early parts of 2023. When I was going over my list to, to check my work, I was just, I had to like check it like three times. Like, is this yours? This is 2023. Um, was Knock at the Cabin. It was uh, oh. M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, you know, it's a classic uh, M. Night movie where it's everything is not as it's what a twist appears to be. Um, but it was a, a unique movie of the year. I didn't see many movies like this this year, which I always like a variety of things. I get tired of the same old story and dog and pony show. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a thriller. It's suspenseful. Um, it keeps you on the edge of your seat, keeps you guessing. Um, a family, two, two gay men with a daughter go on vacation to a cabin in the woods. Because like the title says. Yeah. Um, and then these men, well, this group of people, this men and women, knock at the door and give them ultimatums that if they don't kill one of, one of the gay men don't die by the other one, it's going to end the world. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a whole big thing. It's fun. Like I said, it keeps you guessing. It, it's on your edge. It's like, is it true? Like, because it, it takes place in reality. So, like, if someone knocked on your door and said that shit, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's, I like that. I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was a unique movie of the year. Uh, number two, Knock at the Cabin. Well, I'm surprised. My number two is what everybody would expect it to be, I think, of the top two, is uh, Oppenheimer. Yeah, number one for me. Yeah, and I I only put Oppenheimer at number two, which they makes I think everybody would guess what my number one is. But I put it above Godzilla minus one only because even though I appreciated the filmography of of, uh, Oppenheimer a lot more, I appreciated the storytelling as a classic movie rather than this fucking marble shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody throws a single punch in Oppenheimer. Nobody fucking blows anything up with laser eyes. It is a story about a man, and that's why the name is Oppenheimer, and another man <laughs> trying to destroy him. But it's all focused on him, but like the angles are very well done. The angles were done. The way they, like you said, the filmography is really well done. The storytelling, I feel, is really well done. Uh, like I've told you before, I like stories that come from truth and like here's how it happened. And then, uh, like I said before, I'm sure some of it got exaggerated and changed. Uh, but the nuts and bolts are what's happened. 
uh, and it's a long movie, but it doesn't feel like a long movie. Not at all. Um, it, it's it's just really well done. It's it's definitely going to win some awards uh, this year at the Oscars. Um, number one, Oppenheimer. So where does your number one well lie? It, it will be the left the leftover of the two big ones. It will be Barbie. Barbie. And, and the reason why Barbie is number one for me is simply because Barbie has Barbie made me think so much. And all of these three movies, my top three, made me think a lot about myself, about life. But this one was even better because it made me think outside of me. It wasn't so self-centered. It was more about the world. What kind of, how do I fit into the equation of the world? We do live in a sexist world. There's no way to fucking sugarcoat that. This is not about being woke. It's just a truth. Yeah. And it's reality. It's, a, it, it's the truth. And and I think that it made me really think a lot about my place in that equation. Mm-hmm. I think Barbie does uh, one thing that Oppenheimer doesn't do, which is it changed a little bit of me into how I move forward Aww. after that movie. You had some growth. I had some growth. It's tough for a movie to do that, bro. It is. Usually it's very like tough. a book, you can so internal that you can kind of. Mm-hmm. It's a more bit personal, of that. yeah. But a fucking movie. Yeah, uh, I agree. Barbie's a very good movie. I didn't make my top five, only because it, if we did a top six, I probably would have put Barbie number six. So it's your honorary mention. Yeah. There? Uh, no, I'm not gonna leave my honorary mention because my honorary mention is a fun movie. Okay. Well, I mean, Barbie fun, Barbie funny, Barbie thoughtful, Barbie thought-provoking, Barbie well-acted, Barbie had a lot of the things that make movies. It was very good. It's hard to find the faults in the movie. Yeah. I mean, I really can't find it. I think it's a 10-toe movie, right? Uh, If we didn't give it 10 toes, we definitely got close to 10 toes. Not a 10, 12 toes. 12 yeah, yeah, it was something like that. It uh, was, like, it was really close. It to was it was near our, our, our highest ratings, probably. Yeah. Um, and our big Barberheimer episode. Well, uh, I have my own, only honorary mention for this year is uh, Dungeons and Dragons, only because I had Boo. so much fun with it. It's not a it's not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it deserved more accolades than what it got. I think it was way more fun than people gave it money for you know <laughs> <laughs> my honorable mention evil dead rise shit you know what that almost wasn't already mentioned for me too it's a fun movie it's classic evil dead uh yeah. it's done in the same style yeah. it's got the same language the same terminology the same kind of creatures the same ridiculous killing scenes yes. uh a little bit of ash sprinkled in throughout it uh as a fan of Evil Dead and following this from, you know, Evil Dead 1 to Evil Dead 2 to Army of Darkness to the series to... The remake. The remakes. And the remake 2. Yeah, right. and then Ash vs. Evil Dead. Like, all that stuff. It's just... It's a fun series. It stays true to what it is. Um, and uh, I enjoyed it. It's a good yeah. movie. I mean, look, uh, this, this list... I'm very surprised, and usually because I make the list most like you made it, like I would have made it the same day, but I made it last night, and I always then only go down went down on the list. I felt like it was so easy to make this list, at least for my top five. I feel like I knew what I was going for. I knew what I liked. I knew where I wanted it to be. If I had anything to add to it, is that in my top five, one, two, and three are interchangeable. I think Oppenheimer and Godzilla minus one are interchangeable. 
for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But but I think that they're, they're both amazingly great. And yeah, man, 2023, we kicked the fuck ass. Yeah, we're going to end the, well, we're going to start the year with podcast number 95. Woo! Um, Woo! So we have a big year ahead. Like we said, we'll probably do Flower Moon maybe coming up. We're going to do Poor Things maybe coming up. Uh, we have our big Oscar show in March. Mm-hmm. We'll have a hopefully a special 100th episode for you. That's right. And uh, look out for June, Nick Cage month. Nick Cage. June Cage. June Cage. And we will find you Whoa. a new or unpodcast Christmas Justin Long movie <laughs> in 2024. I can't wait until we get to fucking December and we're fucking scrambling. <laughs> Yo, look, we're, if we don't get a Justin Long Christmas movie, we ain't having Christmas this year. <laughs> oh, boy. And that I can guarantee. Well, uh, we can put a stamp on that. Yeah? Stamp it. Stamp it. It's been stamped. <laughs> uh, it's well documented. This the best. I'm changing the, the exit. It's well, it's well, we are the best podcast you're going to hear this week. It's been documented. It's been well documented. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping by. America. Yes. And thank you, Andy Savas. Yes. Uh, well, he's been slacking a little bit. A little I mean, bit. I think he's falling behind a little bit. Yeah. He told me yesterday he finally heard the Christmas episode, and I'm like, Andy. Come on. It's 2024, man. That where, was 2023. Where you at? Under. You're so old. <laughs> uh, thank you for a nice year. Thank you for a great year coming up. Uh, and, yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're thanking you in advance. You better not fuck it up. Yeah, you pieces of shit. <laughs> fuck you. End it now on no. that. End it. No. Goodbye. Two friends in a movie. 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 With Sister and Matt. With Matt.